0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome to Bachelor Blab. I'm saying hello again because we recorded an amazing podcast for you, and then it got deleted because I'm stupid and didn't save the file. So here we are again trying to recap everything we talked about because we can't not post an episode about the two-part finale for Hannah B. Um, So with me today, I actually had a different guest that was supposed to be on the episode with me, but I was watching with my sister last night and she once again had so many hot takes on everything and then we were talking to my mom about it afterwards because we all watch sometimes together and we all talk about it. And I just noticed that between my sister and my mom, they had such different opinions and I think it's kind of interesting to have discussions about these relationship issues across the generations. So we have Super Bachelor fan Lauren Maroney, my sister, and then my mom, Gina Maroney, another Super Bachelor fan, here to kind of battle it out on their opinions of what should have happened in this final night. It's not really gonna be a battle, but you know we got to make this one better than the first podcast we recorded and deleted. So here we are. Hi, Gina. Hi, Lauren. Please introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about yourselves. Hi, I'm Lauren. That's,
2: that's <laughs> Thank <it>.
1: you. <laughs> and hi, I'm, I'm Gina, Jackie's mom. Um, so let's start from the beginning of the two-part episode. Um, my mom loves Pilot Pete and thinks that Hannah will end up also getting drinks when all is said and done with Pilot Pete.
2: Um why do you like him so much? Like, why are you so anti-Team Tyler? I'm not anti-Tyler, I'm just pro-Pilot Pete. Um, Hannah and Pete had a great connection. When she came out Monday night and saw him, they hugged, they were like a giddy couple. They were very touchy-feely with each other, they were beaming smiles, she was glowing, she had her hand on his thigh for a good portion of the interview, at one point, he had his arm around her. They just looked like they were a couple. So I think, given everything that happened with Jed and the fact that she's a bold woman, woman and that, those are her words, and she asked out Tyler on national television, it would not surprise me if she reached out to Pete to just catch up with him and see what's going on with him.
1: But don't you, do you think that's something that he would want?
2: Well, that I don't know. But I think Hannah might give it a shot, since she is a single woman right now.
1: Why... Why are you seem to be so hesitant? You all, I know you think Pete was the better match for her, but you seem to be so hesitant on the the Hannah and Tyler shipping that everyone else is doing.
2: Tyler's a very good-looking guy, and we do know that he's a model and that he went on the show to promote his modeling career. Now, but we may, don't know
1: that. You're, we're saying that because we've seen his you're, Instagram. You're just assuming You're assuming he went on to pursue his career. We just know on his Instagram it says he's a
2: model. Okay, well, on our previous recording of our podcast, (laughs) Lauren then said 70% of the people that go on are promoting. Well, sure, I mean, everyone
0: is very aware of the platform that the show is, and it at the very least was like in the back of his mind, like, oh, you know, if it doesn't work out with Hannah, you know, maybe I will get some sort of like exposure. But that doesn't mean that he went on the show thinking like, I'm gonna promote my modeling career.
2: You really think his main reason for going on the show was to meet Hannah. And had nothing to do with his modeling career.
0: I'm sure it's a thought, but again, I mean, there's still no reason to
1: hate him.
2: I don't hate Tyler. I think he's a very nice guy. He was very supportive of Hannah. I just think that I believe he was the third choice, and I believe she sent Peter home as the, before Tyler just to save his feelings and not put him through the well, finale.
1: I do agree with that. I think that a lot of leads do that, where they send home their final two actually in final three just to kind of, like, lessen the hardship that it's going to be at the end with the final two. But then I think I think Hannah always knew, at le- well, at least down to the final four or so, knew she or maybe after the fantasy suite after the windmill knew she was gonna pick Jed like when she sent Peter home I think she knew she was going to pick Jed but then when Jed and Tyler went to go meet her families her family her families then I think she started second-guessing herself because her family was not as into the idea of her being with Jed and then that's when she was like oh crap crap wait maybe it's Tyler but then ultimately was like wait no I I was gonna pick Jed I wasn't gonna pick Tyler because I think Tyler surprised her a little bit. And I think um, she was, I mean, she's admitted that she was very insecure when she was initially the Bachelorette. And I think Tyler kind of scared her a little bit. And she said that Jed always seemed like the safe choice. And I think if it was real life and they weren't on a TV show, she thinks that someone like Jed would be someone that would go for her as opposed to like, I don't think she like ever truly believed that someone as good-looking as Tyler would be interested in her, despite the fact that she is also beautiful, but I don't think she, like, believes that. Do you know what I mean? Right, I think
2: she thinks Tyler's out of her league, but Tyler, not only is beautiful, he's a really nice guy.
1: Super nice. He
2: he appears to be a very, very nice guy. Well,
1: do you think now, though, you know, everyone's so excited that they're going to go for a drink, whatever that means, and give it a chance, but I really do feel that, like the moment's over. It's like, y- you picked someone else instead of me. Tyler C. is not a backup plan. Like, and I feel like everyone's saying that, but I, and I think it's true. Like, do you think they have a chance? I mean, there's always a possibility.
0: I do think it does feel kind of like their big moment has passed. I mean, it's always a possibility. They definitely have a good bond. Hannah has even said in interviews that she at least, like, just kind of wants him in her life. Like, whether, you know, drinks will lead to
1: some greater romantic connection or if they can just stay friends. And yeah, and I think they definitely have a huge possibility of staying respectful, supportive friends. Mm -hmm. I just think from a romantic perspective, I don't know how you bounce back from, sorry, I picked someone else over you, but then he turned out to be a scummy liar. So now I'm going back to you, boy.
2: And I'm going to disagree with you, ladies, because The Bachelor (laughs) is not real world. So the fact that there's a time limit and you've got to make a decision on this day who you're going to get engaged to, you can get it wrong. And clearly she did. So, as a contestant on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, I think they recognize that you know, there's room for error here and if they really did have a connection and he does seem to really care for her and she said she uh, had she has always had feelings for her, him, they didn't go away. So maybe they can rekindle that.
1: Who yeah, knows? I mean, I think Everyone is saying that it's different than like what Jason Mesnick or Ari did in that like he picked one person a month or so went by and then he was like wait no actually I should have picked the other person where in this sense Hannah picked Jed and it was Jed's actions that like made her have to end that relationship so now it seems like she's like initially I was like is that do you think that's different or it's the same because Ari and Lauren seem to be very happy and once everyone kind of got over that that was kind of a jerky thing to do it seems like Ari and Lauren are really happy and I actually think that they were the better choice for each other.
0: It is very different I think they've talked about in a lot of interviews with like Jason and him going back to Molly and then Ari going to Lauren that whole choice got each of them a lot of flack so a lot of Bachelor Nation kind of hated them for it and then, because everyone was so against them, they really just like had to look
1: to each other and became yeah. But so I don't think that's other, the only reason which, why they have a good relationship now. I think they I think actually were. I think they actually were the better choice for each other. Can you imagine Becca and Ari like married oh, and like no, living no. They're, they're such different people. They're just different. I think Lauren is the better choice for him. Yeah, I agree.
2: And I think Hannah just made the wrong choice. Also, she didn't realize it till after the fact. So I mean, if you look at it that way. She had it a choice of two people. She made the wrong choice. She realized it.
1: You know, you kinda of teed you teed me up for this one, Gina. <laughs> um then what was the choice that she thought she was picking? Because I don't understand what the appeal was of Jed. In the first place,
2: I think we covered that. None of us see. Yeah, but the we appeal. covered it in the last
1: podcast. You have to talk about it again.
2: We, we none of us see the appeal of Jed. The other, right, well, that's
1: the thing. Is it's like I see the appeal of Pilot Pete. I see the appeal of Tyler C. Nothing about Jed is like, oh yeah, well, his music was so beautiful. Like it wasn't. He's a bad singer.
2: Well, I also think it's very intoxicating for somebody to write a song for you and sing it to you, and it's very romantic. And she was, she was loving it. When he sang to her, she would look in his eyes, and she would bat her eyes, and she liked that. And, you know, we don't know what their connection was like off-camera. Maybe they really were hitting it off and, and well, having a is good true. time. Well, that is true. Like, I
1: did think in the beginning, I was like, oh, Jed's personality. Like, Jed seemed a lot more goofy. They seemed to have fun together in Boston. And I was like, oh, their goofy personalities kind of go together. He's a southern guy, southern too. Guy. Nashville. I get it. But then, like, halfway through the season, they did a quick turn on his edit, and then just towards the end, it was like, how is this even still a competition? How are you even going to pick Jed when, like, the edit for Tyler was glowing, and the edit for Jed was horrible, which makes me think... There has to have been something better happening with Jed, and there had to be other reasons of why there were red flags for her not picking Tyler. But I'm kind of bummed that we didn't even really get to see that then, because then they're wanting to push a narrative on us. For, they want us to think a certain way about these people right. in the end, and they want us now to like Tyler, and they want us to hate Jed, so that's what they did.
2: Well, we also never saw the attraction of Luke P. And yet she she, found something in him that her heart was But I think I see why she
1: she would like a Luke P. Why? Because he's like, I I don't find him very attractive, but he's like that fit, muscly, like CrossFit type attractive that I feel like Southern people are into. And the religion thing, I think they really, really bonded over their faith. She's also. She said in interviews, because she was so insecure about being the bachelor
0: and not knowing if guys liked her, Luke P did a very good job on like the first night of making her feel like he was so into her and he wanted to be there for her. And he just made her feel comfortable in that respect. So she kept holding on to that. That's a good
2: point. But also, I see that initially she was attracted to him. He's good looking. He's got that build. But I don't actually, actually think he's good looking, but I, he's a square. See, no, I, I, no, I could
1: see I could see objectively how someone would find him to right. be an attractive person. But
2: also, after week, after week, after week, after week of him not saying anything and only repeating what she said, when was she... Like, it was so frustrating waiting think, for her to wake up. Finally she did, which was No, great. I
1: know, but I think with Luke, they
2: did have good
1: moments sometimes. Like, I think it was like... A lot, a lot of the bad things in the beginning were things that were happening in the house and the guys were saying to her and we were seeing it. But I think when they were together, I don't, like, up until the end, I don't think they had so many bad, did they? Ah! Uh, it was more so just him, yeah, not really opening up to her and, like, saying, like, what she wanted to hear and she was frustrated by that, but they didn't. He didn't have any, like, blow-up or degrading of her until later on. Yeah, until the whole fantasy suite thing. So it was all hearsay from the guys. So she couldn't really based that decision on that
2: but I didn't see much substance to him I wasn't sure I was well, never clear what was she saw in him and you know I really
1: like him and he's very pretty but like is there substance to Tyler C
2: like he seems is there like substance a really to... decent guy he Tyler seems very C. sweet yes he seems very supportive of her it seems like a good family man he's been taking care of his family during a time of crisis mm-hmm. um Right, but he's not, like, Mr.
1: Personality. Like, like Tyler C. doesn't really say anything funny <laughs> or, like, have any good insights into things. He's just, like... That we saw. And honestly, kind of same with Pilot. Well, I don't know. Pilot Pete seems, like, the smartest out of all four of them. Yeah. Four of them. Like, he seemed like a real... Uh, so, do we think Pilot Pete is ready to be The Bachelor, or is he too hard? I don't know. I mean, I don't think he could, like... You
0: know, on Monday, go be The no, Bachelor. No, I know. And, and
1: obviously, there's a lot of time because of Paradise and stuff. I guess, like, the three options, unless Hannah claims... It, it does seem a little like Hannah is kind Like, Tyler could have gone on to be The Bachelor. I think he would have been a really popular Bachelor. But now Hannah's kind of, light. like, put, st- sticking her... Like, she's not, she's like, we're kind of going to see where it goes, but, like, not really. So, like, I don't think he can really be The Bachelor now if that's kind of on the table.
2: He can meet Hannah for a drink, and then they offer him The Bachelor, and all of a sudden he might think, yeah, maybe I wasn't so crazy about Hannah after all. I think the the best choice to kind of get, but you mentioned before, uh,
1: Tyler's very young, though. Like, he's Mm -hmm. only 25. He would definitely be
0: the youngest Bachelor, and I think part of the issue, if you want to say, that they ran into with Colton season is because he was 26 when he was The Bachelor, so all his women were very young, so then picking a bachelorette, she would have to be in her very early 20s, and then it kind of makes it more difficult to sell that narrative of, like, you are really there to find, like, your love, you're ready to settle down, so yeah. I think they
1: want to get an older lead to try to get a little more back on track. Yeah, and mm. I know everyone was saying Mike, but now people are not so sure because he's going to be on Paradise, but that could... Paradise could, can work in your favor. Yeah, it can make or break him.
2: Um, I think you, Mike is a great choice for The Bachelor. Super nice guy, attractive, 31, mature, really ready for it. And he's fun and funny and yeah, sweet. He's so
0: laughable. He like has a big smile. Yeah. He's so yeah. likable. He's likable. Either he finds someone on Paradise and can't be The Bachelor, or it makes him look better for him. Yeah. to be The Bachelor. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think he... Or John Paul Jones. Would really be best. Oh, love
2: John Paul Jones. We
1: need a, like, I think we need, like, Peter is the obvious choice. Tyler, in some ways, could be the obvious choice. But I kind of liked how when they initially picked Hannah for The Bachelorette, she wasn't the obvious choice. Like, Kaylin was the obvious, like, statuesque, like, pretty. But they picked Hannah because she was quirky and goofy and fun and. And that made for a way better season. She's one of the most popular bachelorettes ever. That I feel like if they put picked a John Paul Jones, yeah. like that would be a great bachelor. Like I think he's so funny. Apparently, a lot of people who have been on Paradise with him say he's really clever and really smart. In like, a lot of
0: interviews, people keep talking about how smart he is, which, like, good for him, but just
1: like from what we saw from him in The Bachelorette, I would not have expected. He that. reminds me of like such a smart person that's so smart that They they're naturally like successful and good at things, so they don't really need to try so hard. So then they have that freedom to be goofy and silly and not take things too seriously because they naturally are so smart and they always succeed in things. You know what I mean?
2: I think we should start a campaign for John Paul
1: Jones for Bachelor. I think we should. (laughs) I think 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 he. I think Hammer Mike. How old is John Paul Jones? Do We know. Uh, I did not remember because I do think like Pete or Tyler. It's just gonna be that same story that we've seen over and over again, and I think. The, we said this, the audience is getting too smart for that. Like if it was two years ago, The Bachelorette would have been Kaylin. Yes. And now we want something different, something refreshing. Hannah was really refreshing and still is. But overall, I think Hannah has been such a great role model for other women and other girls. And so I, I hope that they go with this trend of not picking the stereotypical Bachelor or Bachelorette because I do think Hannah's quirkiness and funniness stems a lot probably from her insecurity she was never always like the picture perfect pageant queen that she thought she was supposed to be and I think she's just been really strong
2: I agree I think she would take in all the facts it took her a while to process them though but once she processed them she made what I thought were smart choices based on the information she had like she kept giving Luke P. Except for picking
1: Jed. Like, there were a lot of red flags leading up to her picking him. Like, I I don't get why she picked him. And in the narrative of the show, they did not really make it clear of, like, why that was. Like, with Ari and uh, Becca and Lauren, I think they made it really clear that, like, while he might have been leaning towards Lauren, Lauren had a hard time opening up on the show, so their relationship started a lot later. And his parents, and I, I think everyone around him, was like, oh, Becca is the obvious choice. Becca, 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 Becca. Um, so he picked, like, I think he thought the person he, the kind of person he should be with is a Becca. But the kind of person he wants to be with is a Lauren. Lauren. And so he, he picked Becca and then realized that was wrong. But with this, it's like, what, what kind, what what did you think you were picking when you picked Jed? Like a a dog jingle commercial failed musician who admitted to you that he went on the show for his
2: music career? I still don't see what she saw in Jed. And maybe that was his edit. Maybe that's just who he is. But in my opinion, the other two were much better choices, Tyler or Pilot Pete.
1: Yeah, I just, I do think, it, it even though I know the whole story arc of this hasn't been about it hasn't really been about her finding a man. It's a bit about her becoming a lot more confident, and kind of loving herself and finding herself. It does suck to go through the whole season of The Bachelorette and all of that that kind of, I don't know, drama and that emotional roller coaster to then just kind of end up back where you were.
2: But she's not back where she was. I think Hannah's going to be fine. Nothing to do with her having drinks with Tyler. She is one of the most popular bachelorettes ever. She's drop-dead gorgeous. She's had more TV exposure than, you know, anyone could ask for. I think she's going to rally this into a new career, which will lead to new relationships. And who knows where she'll end up. But I think this has been a really good growth experience for her. She's been a great role model. And I don't think that's going to stop just because the show for her is over.
1: I know. I know. And I guess you go on shows like this and you take these gigs not really to find a husband or a wife but to just get the tv exposure and the the followers which she now has to build her build a business all right well next week is paradise and we're finally putting this to rest who do you guys want to see in paradise who are you excited for what's like What's next on the agenda now that we're moving on from this Hannah B saga?
0: Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited to... Because I feel like Colton had a lot of really good girls on his season who we're going to then see in Paradise. I'm excited for that. Uh, going to be a lot of drama. There's a lot of crying in the trailers. So well, that's... there always
1: is a lot of crying in the trailers. Well, yeah,
0: there's always a lot of crying on the show. So that'll be exciting. And it looks like we're getting at least, like, two proposals. So What do you base that on? Off of the shots of people opening ring boxes in... <laughs> Oh well, but those are always
1: those could always be misleading. Like that's not always true. They could be, but what couple do you want to see most in Paradise? Ooh, uh,
0: I don't know. Uh, It looks like Hannah G is in a triangle with Blake and Dylan, so I'm excited to see where that goes.
1: Yeah, I do think what's going to be interesting about Paradise. I kind of read this on online a little bit. Is that they're finally breaking the fourth wall and kind of acknowledging that these are not people, random strangers who are all coming together in Mexico on the beach. Like they all know each other, they all run in the same circles, they've all met several times before, sliding into DMs, have hung out at all these sponsored events together. And I think that's gonna kind of come into play in a lot of these love triangles because I think a lot of people are going into it being like, oh, well we hooked up at this event two months ago so like naturally in paradise this is going to be what it's going to be and then new people get introduced but they're at least addressing that this time i think that was always the case in bachelor nation but now the show is actually saying like i hooked up with you at stagecoach and now so i don't know i like when they do that i think it makes it more real and it makes the audience feel more connected to the contestants
2: agreed i'm excited to see john paul jones and who he ends up with i'm a big fan (laughs) i know well he's he's a unique guy funny smart he's and he's quirky
1: yeah he is quirky all right anything else you guys want to plug or talk about before we go i feel like we covered it we're finally putting this chapter of hannah b to rest we're closing the door hannah is a grown independent beautiful woman and she will continue to be with or without a man any plugging you guys want to do instagrams no thank you at GL Moroni. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> My mom has <laughs> never posted an Instagram, so she's not really a great follow. But uh, if you want to explore her empty profile, <laughs> go for it. But make sure to follow me on Instagram on Twitter, at Jackie Maroney underscore. Thank you for listening again to Bachelor blab I'm sorry that we deleted the first one and now we had to redo it. But I think we got all the same points. Um, agreed. Agreed. All right. See you guys next week for Paradise.